The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. You know, for me, it's all about the consistency and how I show up for myself daily. Welcome back, my half-naked friends. So if you follow me on my Instagram, you'll often see I post a lot of workouts. I really love working out. I always have... It helps me with my thought process, emotional state, and tension, and helps me ease symptoms I experience of anxiety and depression. This quarantine has been a real challenge for all of us, myself included. I was finally forced to sit there in my thoughts and deal with them instead of distracting myself like I have done for the majority of my life. And I found that I needed more than just workouts. I really needed to look at what was going on internally and in my mind. And someone who I look to for guidance and encouragement is my friend Melissa, the founder and creator of Melissa Wood Health. Melissa and I first met in an acting class in New York City years ago and seeing this fitness empire she's built and how many people she helps with it, I'm just so proud of her. But it's really her self-growth the authenticity she's become grounded in, and the relationship she's built with herself that is what is truly inspirational to me. I think you'll enjoy this interview today. I walked away with so many great tips and tools. We talk a lot about mental health, meditation, and the power in consistency and showing up for yourself. Please enjoy my friend, Melissa Wood Tepperberg. One of my favorite new Intimates brands is Negative Underwear. Negative's line of comfortable soft bras and underwear are known for their neutral color palette. So it's really clean and modern and minimal, but it's still really sexy. Like their fits and cuts are incomparable to other brands. They even have great bodysuits and slip dresses. And my favorite piece is the Civ bra. It has no underwire, but it's super supportive and it gives shape while also having the perfect deep V, which is really hard to find in a bra. So you could wear this with literally anything. Negative has been seen in Vogue and Bazaar and definitely all over your Instagram pages. I'm so happy to have partnered with them to offer you guys 10% off of your order for the month of February with code HALFNAKED. I really love this line. It's become a staple of mine. Check out their website, negativeunderwear.com, and use promo code HALFNAKED. I want to start talking about how you've created this platform and go back a little bit in time. But before we go into that, I'm going to ask you a question I ask everybody when they come on the show. What kind of underwear are you wearing right now? (laughs) (laughs) I love this. So I think it says so much about my personality. Okay. I am a nude, black, beigey brown, or like a white underwear girl. I don't stray. Maybe I have like some cute leopards, but in like the browns or the the dark tones and with a bra tone that matches. Right now I have nude, which I usually wear whenever I come to the studio to film because if I'm wearing white pants or whatever it is, I think that's like the model in me too. I fit for 10 years. So I always had nude underwear, nude bra. And you're undressing in front of people all of the time in that. So you've always been into the matching sets, flesh tones, nudes. Are you really organized? Do you just like control or you just don't want to think about it? I'm not really organized. I'm an (laughs) organized type. I have people who help me organize my life. But I think for me, it's like, 
I can't go wrong with them. Like I feel like it's like clean, like a nice <laughs> clean slate. And and I'm certainly controlling. Yeah. So I definitely think you hit that one. I'm like perfectionist, like perfectionist, but it definitely shows up in my undergarments. And I do love lace. One of my favorite bras is like lace, no padding, you know, very natural. Because I consider you to be feminine or really tapped into your femininity. And I'm always interested in how women express that through their undergarments. And if it's something that you think about my undergarments, like to be really honest with you, I could definitely use some like beautiful pieces. <laughs> okay, really? I would think that you yeah. did have so many, you I know? Some, but I'm yeah. pretty basic when it comes to every day. So let's talk about your app. The Melissa Wood Health app is this really one-stop shop for effective and accessible workouts and healthy habits. And you say it's not about just building a body you you desire, but about building a stronger relationship with yourself, which I think really is the catalyst Mm -hmm. for you doing this. Could you tell me a bit about this and and how you got there? Sure. I mean, that's what built everything that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's really what keeps me going. Like when I'm having hard days or if there's any challenge in my life, it all really goes back to strengthening my mind. I truly believe that it is the foundation for inner peace. And I came from the background where as a model, as an actress, it was like, all I cared about was how I looked. And that was all I was praised for my entire life. It was never wow, you're really smart. You have so much to add. It was like, your waist is this size, your thighs are this size. And it was like, that was what I attached to truly being accepted for most of my life. And coming from that base, it did such a number on my mental health. I really struggled for so many years with severe anxiety, definite bouts of depression and just never feeling enough. And I think, you know, most people unfortunately come from that place and we learn this, we learn these habits. And Mm. unfortunately society puts these pressures, especially on women and in the modeling industry, we're talking, you know, it was so different 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And I hit a real low in my life where I, you know, I was covered in cystic acne all over my face. I would never not wear makeup. Like it was like, I was always kind of hiding behind something. Plus I had a huge secret. I had an eating disorder that no one in my life knew about. So it was like, I was hiding behind everything. And I just hit a place in my life where I just, I really didn't like myself. Mm -hmm. I hated myself. I hated the way that I felt. I hated the way that I looked. I hated the way I thought. It was just, it was really dark. And I knew in that moment that I could keep going and I could try every drug in the world, get wasted every night and just lose myself in it. So I didn't have to really peel back the layers and look at what the root of the problem was. I started seeing a therapist every single week. I stayed with her for a good five years. She really helped me understand the why like, why was I doing this? You know, and and I think coming from a dysfunctional family, so many kids and, you know, our parents did the best that they could, but we all need certain things. And I wasn't getting what I needed to really blossom. And I think instead of, you know, one thing that has changed my entire life is 
we look to our parents to provide everything for us. But for me, like, I know I need thousands of gallons of love. I really relate to that. I have a very close family and I'm still desperate and thirsty for attention. And I, both of my parents worked all the time and they just weren't able to give that to me. And so I also have a lot of self-destructive tendencies in my life. And so much of what I really like talking about on this podcast is really the underself. Yeah. And when you were talking about the state of your mind and whatever you were eating or drinking, and I heard this thing recently, it's like, I, I don't have a drinking problem. I have a thinking problem, not getting your mind in the right place. Yes. It impacts absolutely everything around you. And I think this past year, especially our way of life has changed significantly. And I think of course, that's really affected a lot of our mental health. It, it certainly has mine and your platform which appears to be so much about fitness. And you push meditation more than anything. The thing that changed my life truly the most. So like even just taking it one step back. So for me, understanding that I needed thousands of gallons of love, but my parents were able to give me 10 gallons, right? For me to accept that, forgive them, forgive myself also for expecting and needing. And then For the first time in my life, instead of looking for that love everywhere else in my life, I turned to myself. Yeah, I turned within and it was meditation that helped me accept who I saw when I looked out in the mirror, when I was covered in cystic pimples. And instead of picking myself apart or making myself literally throw up after I was eating a meal. And once I started to really see how it was shifting my life, it wasn't like, I was like, I have to share this. I have to make, create a business. It never started that way for me. It was a very slow build of the same way that I share on stories now is like how I started, but I was very insecure. I was so unsure of myself. I wasn't confident, but I did it. And I just kept doing it. And I just, coming back. Yeah. And that's what I really love so much about it. And I, and that is true. It was a very slow reveal. And that's what I was always so curious about. At what point did you decide to just really come clean and release yourself and all of your inner demons? I remember years ago, one of the first things I saw you post where I was like, oh, wow. But you were talking about Noah, your incredibly supportive husband that you've been with for as long as I've known you. You guys were dating, which is a long time. And he's very successful. He's a smart business guy. And he said something to you. And I remember reading it. It was like, he had criticized that you weren't doing something or doing something enough. But I remember being told that by somebody that I cared about. And that like set me down a couple of pegs for like a couple months. And I had to like pick myself up. And you did. I mean, look what you've created. But sharing that was a big deal. It was a big deal to me. Yeah, that was a huge turning point for me. He actually said, quote unquote, he was like, babe, all I ever do is hear you talk about everything that you want to do. And you have all these brilliant ideas. And I never see you do it. I never see you doing any of the things that you say you're going to do. And I mean, I can lash. And I was like, you, how dare you say that? I lost it. I want to talk with him. That was my natural instinct. If something didn't go my way for most of my life, it was like, what? Leaving you. I didn't know how to deal with conflict. I didn't know how to communicate, you know? And when he said that to me, that was a huge wake up moment where Mm -hmm. I was like, 
well, first I was angry for weeks. I, I was so upset. I was like, yeah, I can't. And then it landed. And it's funny because the turning it's definitely point- funny now. <laughs> You're pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah. He loves that story because I mean, I could. Yeah, I love that story. Picture of where we were in Florence, going to this wedding, and I was sitting with my latte, oh, telling wow. the platform I wanted to create, <laughs> literally to a T, exactly what I'm doing right now. Yes, I visualized it. Yeah, well, I, well, awesome. I didn't know how to like. So even going back to high school. I knew I had a strength, but I didn't know what that, like, I, I wasn't great in school. I was friends with everyone. I, you know, I would copy, I would cheat. But when it came down to doing the work, I literally didn't know how to. I didn't know how to. And watching this man who I was with actually plant these seeds and just watch him blossom and grow and expand in ways. I was like, how do you do this? I think being around that energy helped me see mm-hmm. that you have to do the work. You yeah. can't rely on someone else to do this. I, I did. I, I think I expected people to help me along the way. And a lot of people think that Noah really did. And, and he did with something money can't buy, which is the best advice. Yeah. You know, he never Honestly. was like, here, this. I, he really pushed me to, to go for it. So we were in an acting class, God, how long? 15, 10, over 10 years ago, right? Yeah. A long time ago. It was a great class. I mean, I love seeing what everybody's doing now and how creative everybody is. And it was like really good people in that class. And I remember you being just so kind and just so much grace. And I remember you talking to me, God, I must have been like my early, mid-20s. We were so young about being disciplined at the time you were modeling a lot. And like, you would show me, you know, your fit modeling and showing up and, you know, you were doing so much work. And I remember you coming to class with cucumbers and, you know, carrots and stuff. It's like eight o'clock at night on like a Thursday or something, you know, and you just, you always had really healthy habits. But when you started meditating, you know, I really want to talk about meditation for a second because it's something that I'm really inspired by. I love working out. I'm a super anxious person and I need to release that energy through my workouts. But I don't feel like I'm taking the time on my mind. So I'm not making any progress. (laughs) Well, I was that same person. Yeah. By the way, like it may have appeared to be that I had healthy habits, but I didn't. Yeah, you didn't. I I I understand that now. Yeah. Just like I appear to be confident. I was a mess. That's so funny. How much we project other people and not don't realize like what they're going through. Oh, entirely. I mean, yeah. really good at masking what's yeah. beneath the surface. But the most important thing is to not judge your practice. I think it's so easy to feel as if you're not doing it right or right. think people are so focused on like, well, I can't turn off my thoughts and I'm always yeah. thinking and and it's truly that's not the intention behind meditation. Even just like the way that I guide is exactly like how I would guide you or someone who was sitting down with me for the first time. It's like, just get into that comfortable seated position. Just sit in a way that makes you feel good, whether it's upright in a chair with your back gently against the surface. And I always like to keep my head, neck and shoulders free of resting if you can, because this is where we hold, where everything sticks. So we want to release that. 
But then we want to keep our palms facing up so that we can bring in and breathe in all this beautiful energy and like really seal it and hold it. And then close your eyes. And, you know, I think it's really visualizing and connecting to your breath as this anchor and this foundation, which it is. Think about it. It's like the metaphor for life, right? It's like, this is what keeps us going. This is what fuels us. This is what helps us when we're in these challenging places in our life. So I think of it almost like sitting on a beach. I say this a lot in my meditations where it's like, it's kind of a cloudy day and you're wrapped in a blanket and you're warm. And and I like to think of that, like being really cozy and settled because that automatically, what you want to do really is take yourself from this constant fight or flight and bring you back to a rest and relaxing place where you digest and where you release. And as the waves come up, like when you're on the beach and the waves come up and then they crash and they blend into each other, our thoughts are like that. Our thoughts are coming, coming, coming and acknowledge them. Like I always say, the more that you try to push and force these things out of your life, they're just going to keep coming back. Exactly. Like trying to get rid of that man that just like doesn't serve you. But you're just like pushing them out the door and then the next one comes in, they're the same characteristic. Yeah. Well, so it's like the huh. welcoming of where you are, allowing yourself to be and feel exactly as you feel. So like for me, I honor my anxiety. Yeah. I honor this need to wow. jump away from sitting and to jump into that to-do list. And I say, I'm just like, here we are again. How have I been doing this for so many years. And I still fucking think the same goddamn thing when I sit down, like, how can I get away from this? Oh, I hear Eleanor. And it's like, no, no, there is nothing more important than for you to just be and to just sit and connect to your breath. And sometimes it is a mantra. Maybe it's, yeah. It's with me. I am here. I am at peace, whatever helps you ground. To me, it's really just like this mindful meditative state and choosing when the thoughts are going, because they go, and the more that you embrace it, it's weird. Like they, they start to settle a little bit. So I always say like, they're there, but I am choosing in this moment to focus on my breath, to focus on my shoulders, dropping away from my ears, scanning my body, seeing how much more ease I feel immediately. I mean, I am as anxious as they come. I was anxious. And that's why I was always I mean, I did an hour of cardio, an hour of strength training every single day for many years of my life because I was running away from myself. Totally. It's so symbolic of like just moving, having all these external distractions because you just don't want to sit in the thoughts. I sit in the shit. And And when you do, like for me, I started to see myself differently. One of my fabulous listeners turned me on to On Gossamer. I checked out their lingerie and I think it is such a great elevated basics line. So the word gossamer is defined in the dictionary that I looked up, by the way, as something that is very thin, lightweight and delicate. And this lingerie line totally lives up to the word. On Gossamer offers everyday lingerie for larger and smaller busts seamlessly, and they even have a line of microfiber ultra lightweight nursing bras. I make it a point to find brands I respect to share to you all, and I've partnered with On Gossamer to offer 25% off for the entire month of February. We all deserve an elevated basic, you know what I'm saying? Go to ongossamer.com, check out their line, and let me know what you think. I want to talk about motherhood for a second. And 
I wanted to ask you about your exercise practice and feeling comfortable in your body. But on the topic of children, when you started meditating, was it before you had Benjamin? Because I think about this a lot. I have severe anxiety. My mother has anxiety. And I really believe it's learned, it's hereditary, and I don't want to pass that down. I don't want my children to feel this way, like to feel like that, you know, that tightness in your chest and like not able to breathe, my God. And I worry about it. Like I I really have to, you know, before God willing, I have children. Was that something that you thought about? Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, I really started to meditate before I had Benjamin. But I like started to dig deeper when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And like I, I recognize Benjamin and Eleanor's anxiety already. Oh, they wow. definitely yeah. have anxiety. Like I see yeah. it shows up in so many ways. But even with them, like sharing tools, like Benjamin does this like five finger breathing when he starts at, and I'm like, Benjamin, just like take a moment, do your That's amazing. You know, and like just for him to like, I'm going to do that. That's 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 beautiful. It helps. And his teacher like has him go for a walk in the hallway when she sees like that he's getting to that place. Like just take a minute. And I think it's it's nice to share these tools with them as well. And I thought of the same thing, honestly, Christine. And I think the more that you just lean into it and and embrace it, like it's like the embracing of it, where it is normal. But now we're in a space, thank God, where we have tools like meditation, like breath work, like sound healing, like all of these beautiful things that can bring us back. And your practice for women that don't feel comfortable in their bodies, pregnancy, postpartum, I know you have some really great workouts for women that are struggling with their newly changed bodies. What would you recommend to a woman that's struggling losing the weight or or even just feeling comfortable in herself? How did you deal with that? I mean, this this is honestly something that took me many years because I only focused on my weight, right? It was mm-hmm. like I was measured almost every single day with the work that I was doing in the past. And, you know, I get emails daily from people asking me, like, I've been doing your workouts, but like I'm still holding that t- those 10 pounds. And like, what would you recommend? And sounds crazy, but the more that you can let go of that 10 pounds and shift your focus from literally monitoring your scale to taking even better care of yourself. Like maybe it has nothing to do with your food and it has everything to do with how you wake up first thing in the morning. It's like that automatically spikes our cortisol, sends us on the way to live in fight or flight the entire day and really almost like getting back to basics on how we're living our life, how we're showing up, like who is in your life? Who do you talk to on the phone? I think women, I mean, I used to be like this. I was like queen of opinion shopping, gossiping, picking up the phone about everything and everyone with every person Mm -hmm. that you hold things in your life when you come from that space, you know? And I think it's getting really honest with yourself. More times than not, truly, it has nothing to do with food. My eating disorder had nothing to yeah, do that's, with Yeah, right, right. And I just try to shift it from living in that mentality of being so attached to the weight and the number 
to what is going on through your day where maybe you could give yourself 10 or 20 more minutes to take care of yourself, you know, with like device free or, or instead of like, we're always scrolling. I, I can't even imagine how you deal with that because your phone is such a resource for you. How do you control yourself with that? It's really hard. And I, yeah. I will never sit here and say that, oh, I, you know, created the best healthy boundaries. I, it's a yeah. daily yeah, yeah, yeah. thing for me. And, and I, and it's when like Benjamin will be like, mom, put your phone away. And I'm like, oh, like, hello, right. Right. put my yeah. phone away, plug it in the other room. Code red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like honoring their feelings yeah. too. And yeah. they're very aware, you know, like yeah. Benjamin's like, no mom, like, I don't want you to take a, I'm like, okay. Like I really am Mm -hmm. like, he's my baby, but he's a person and he doesn't want me to share him. Sometimes I'll say like, okay, mom, it's okay. Like you can take a picture or a video or like, let's take a picture. Mm -hmm. But I try not to be so all up. I mean, it looks like I share Eleanor a lot more. Oh, really? Oh, I think it's, it's also because I promised myself that when he was old enough to actually say to me and like, mom, I don't want you to do that. I mean, listen, do I share him? Yes, I do. I'm definitely in a place where I'm like teetering. What do I do? It's like, do I just stop? Do I? I don't know. And I think it's having him really tell me like what he, what he feels comfortable with and what he doesn't. But I, I have to literally just put my phone in the other room and plug it in another room. And Sometimes I'll go hours and not look at my phone. It's the best. And I'm so That's great. I should do that. I should definitely with the kids that I'm Noah and I both are like, okay, babe, like put it away and kind of check each other. But by no means do I like I'm guilty of it too. Right. Yeah, I think it's important for all parents. I mean, not just someone with a social media platform like yours. Talking about maternity stuff for a second, I had a phone call with a girlfriend this morning who is at work. And she's like, Chris, I am wearing a fucking pumping bra because I got a pump when I'm at work and I don't have time. And I just, I just don't feel good. What did I wear? It was like a really basic cup, but then the size clipped down and I would put the pump in. And unfortunately you have to hold it, but it's a pain when you have to work. And I mean, I've been there pumping or having to go in airport bathroom. Like it's not fun. It's, it's yeah, no. the things that they're making now, like you can actually do it. Like even sitting at your desk. I have seen a lot of really big brands releasing cool looking maternity or feeding bras. You know, women need to feel sexy, especially when their bodies are changing so much. And the more we can do to help them with that, whether it's through platforms like yourselves or just, you know, physical things that they could wear. I just want to ask you for you to give some advice to women working on themselves during this time, you know, especially maybe working from home and not really needing getting a break or, you know, so exposed to their phone even more now because we don't, we're not doing anything else or going anywhere. What's some advice you would give? You know, for me, it's all about the consistency and how I show up for myself daily. And I don't even think of it as disciplined anymore because I almost think discipline to me mentally attaches to restricting, which right. I think it was like almost in that eating disorder state of mind. That's a great so, way to think about it. Yeah. Like I actually don't think I'm disciplined. I think I'm consistent hmm. with all things, which is how I built my business. I built my business off being consistent. consistent. That's a positive word. I think that's 
that's means a lot to me. I always struggled with discipline because I, and I considered it a virtue. And whenever I wasn't, I hated myself. Whenever I would take a step back, I felt like I was taking 50, you know, and I, if I were to just be maybe just that switch in itself. Yeah. It really helps you. Like, cause when I think discipline, I'm like, well, discipline is like doing that hour workout a day where it's like consistency. I can do 20 minutes every day. I don't want to say everyone because I, I don't know everyone's situation, how many children they have, if they have help, but it feels doable. It's like, I can achieve that. It's reachable. So for me, it's been all of these little shifts with how I communicate with myself, the, how you speak to yourself, like the words that you use is, it is absolutely everything. And the other thing too, it's like, I think it's staying consistent when things are good, staying consistent when things are bad. Right it's not even a non-negotiable. It's, it's that, you know, that when you do show up for yourself, how you come out on the other end and how even the most challenging situations in your life completely shift Yeah, because you are, you're a transformed being and everything that you, you know, you approach is different. I'm a totally different person than I was yeah. even 10 years ago. It reminds me of what you used to say all the time, I'd hear you say how bad you want to feel good. And I think about that a lot when I don't want to go do the workout or do I want to clean the juicer because I'm going to go make the <laughs> you know, but it's like, no. right after. that's the one thing that's that right after. And then you don't think about yeah, it always, but I'm always like, Oh, the sink and then the thing, but it makes me feel good. It's good for my stomach. And I think about that. And I, I really think about what you said, how bad you want to feel good. I mean, I, I find myself saying that every day. Making you all feel good is important to me. At the beginning of every episode, I ask my guests what underwear they wear to not only reveal details about themselves, but I also want to help you discover brands to look for, which is why I'm happy that this episode is supported by Thigh Society. And I'm excited to offer you 15% off your order for the entire month of February. Use promo code HALFNAKED15 for 15% off Thigh Society for their highly or should I say thighly reviewed ultra light, ultra stretchy, silky shorts. Check out their website, thighsociety.com and enter half naked 15 when you buy a pair. Okay, so let's get into my bare truth segment. Just a couple of quick questions. First thing that okay. comes to mind, okay. the best sports bra to work out in? You know, I really love year of hours. Yeah, they're a great brand. Some mom boob hacks, like pads, lotions, bra types, oils, anything. Earth Mama, mm-hmm. the Earth Butter. I used the the reusable pads because mm-hmm. I use them so much. The oh, eco of you, I love it. I know. And I mean, they're softer. I found that they didn't like stick to your nipples. Oh God, I had the worst breastfeeding problems with my nipples. Mm-hmm. Like it was really bad. Like everybody really struggles. With oh, it hurts so bad and just constantly moisturize. And then this one thing I did, I took an old t-shirt and I just cut two circles <laughs> and I would walk around my house. My poor like baby nurse should be like, Oh God. <laughs> and I my tits hang out. Because what you, did you moisturize with? Like I coconut oil? The earth mama, the earth, earth mama, mama yeah. nipple butter. Okay. What is the biggest misconception that people have about working out? I believe that they need to really kill themselves to see results. Yeah. I think it's all about consistency and finding 
a workout that you love. Your workouts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truly, what works for one doesn't work for another, but but it works for everyone. I mean, I know everybody I know, my family, my friends, everybody I know does your workouts and it's effective. Oh, thank you. What's one thing that you learned this year? That there is nothing more important than our health, than our mental health, than our physical health, than our spiritual health. I think, you know, this has been this year has taught us more than anything that at the end of the day, if we don't have those things, we really have nothing. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. Okay. And lastly, what's the best song to dance in your underwear to or work out in, in your case also? <laughs> Ooh, um, it would have to be my wedding song, Firestone. Love it. Kygo and Cosmo. Yeah, yeah. It's a great song. That just gets me. Yeah. That's great. I love that. But you're thank an you. Amazing host. I really, love you, Melissa, you're a pro. Oh, like natural. You're so I'm really interested in you and everything that you have. You would just have so much to offer. Like this was, I know this sounds so cheesy and so cliche, but you really made this easy for me because you're so giving and generous and you're just like a yes and person, you know, like that's the kind of people you want in your life. And that's the kind of person that should be leading a platform like yours. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for honestly, all of those beautiful words. They touch me so deeply and it's an absolute honor. I've always adored you. Thank you. There was just something about you. Everyone last <laughs> thought so. And you, you have, you just have it. You have that beautiful energy. And thank you. I'm so happy that you're doing this. Thank you so much, Melissa. You have to do the work. You can't rely on anyone to fix yourself. That was a big takeaway for me during this interview. I loved this conversation with Melissa. She's done some real work on herself to become a woman who's aware of herself, her anxieties, and her health. You must, must, must check out her workouts if you haven't already. I know most of you have because it is the workout app to be working out on right now. They're really suited for everybody. So go to melissawoodhealth.com and also check out her app, Melissa Wood Health. Her workouts are so effective. She gives health and wellness tips and really focuses on mental health and how that is at the core of true wellness. Thank you all so much for listening. You could find me at Half Naked Podcast on Instagram and tell me what you think of the show, the products, the promo codes. Have you used them? Hmm? What brands do you want me to connect you with? Tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to know what underwear brand you're loving and what else you want to hear on the show. Thank you again for listening. Until next week. Stay cheeky, my friends.